the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer? All right, come visit us here at Milberger's. We're live at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Uh, it's an uh, overcast day. Uh, I thought you were going to say your usual. It's a beautiful day yeah. here in uh, San Antonio. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, no, there's just that one big one. Yeah, yeah. but it's. Uh, I, can you see anything through the sweat? No, it's, <laughs> Go ahead, it's, it's it's a bit muggy. It's, you, know, they, you know what they say? It's not the heat; it's the stupidity. Oh, ooh. Uh, are you plugged in? Good. All right. All right. He's acting like he's yeah. Not he's acting like he's not, so he doesn't have to laugh at the jokes. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call, let's answer your gardening questions uh, today and uh, see if we can help you. And uh, we'd love to, uh, and uh, we'll tell you about some stuff that's going on here at the nursery too, uh, including next week, I believe we have David Rodriguez here, I'll double check. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, David's going to be here and talking about summer color. Yeah. Good. Okay. And and if it grows, he knows or something like that. (laughs) He should know. Uh, A growing Texas superstar plants for summer color. Butterflies, pollinators, and more. May May 13th, next Saturday, 10 10 a.m. And they're free. Yay. Uh, but if you if you want to drop David a tip, you know a lot of people don't like it. Really, David? Free. David takes tips. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you can leave him up here with me. Oh, I see where you're working. Yeah, I, I yeah. see how you're working. And I'll, you'll, I'll you'll be sure that yeah, uh, David gets his fair share. Oh, wow, he, he only gets a fair share <laughs> yeah. of the tip. Man, you well, are so. Well, that's better than nothing. I suppose. Um, <laughs> does David know about this? No, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, I got you. All right, 210-308-8867. So I have a question. Uh-oh. So I went and saw the uh, stage production at the Majestic. It's very, very good of uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, uh, no. Great. They do a great show. Uh, it's a sin to kill a mockingbird, according to Atticus Finch. Uh, <laughs> but there were two things that came it's up. Against law, too. Oh, it is? Oh, I didn't know that. Because oh, uh, oh, of mean, Texas? Yeah, the only well, only a, ones are the exotics, sing, cherry English sparrows, and yeah. uh, some it's, a, it's also a state pigeons. state bird of uh, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. okay. And about fifteen other states, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So I heard uh, 
there were there were plant terms that came up one of which was rabbit tobacco and i was unfamiliar with rabbit tobacco I'm not familiar with You're that. You're not either? Oh. oh, I thought maybe I in never. Tennessee they had rabbit tobacco. I never heard of it either. I, I looked it up. It was I, I can look it up again. Um, we believe you. We'll no, no, I was trying to I was trying to see if there if there was a better name. <laughs> Cuz this was uh the uh yeah, let's see. Here how let's see what they say about it. Rabbit tobacco, one of the everlastings. Oh, wow, don't try puffing on from the Tallahassee Democrat, don't try puffing on rabbit tobacco. <laughs> uh, uh, man, I can't even get ta- near. Are they ta- talking about the droppings of the rabbit? No, no, it's okay. a it's a plant here. I'll, oh, it's a plant. I'll show you the picture. I'll show you that. Can you see it through your stuff? Oh yeah. And then, uh, can you yeah, see the picture? It's definitely a plant. Yes, it is. Uh, White flowers. Yeah, it seems to be a weed. Oh, okay. Uh, it does have white flowers. Let's see. Sweet and uh, everlasting. Oh, common names include old field balsam, oh, rabbit balsam. tobacco. Balsam. Balsam. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, balsam. Uh, balsam and You're sweet right. sweet everlasting. I'm not going to give balsam. you. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, the side effects of rabbit tobacco. Uh-oh. In modern times, herb uh, enthusiasts swear rabbit tobacco is a mild sedative and pain reliever, and may even stop diarrhea. Well, there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> Sounds like Irish whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the other one, I'm batting a, batting a thousand here. <laughs> I send it to myself. Um, this one you'll probably know. Where did it go? Uh, oh, okay. Scuppernog. Scuppernog. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a muscadine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, they all were all the muscadines were referred to as scrupanons in the south. Oh, not not scuppernogs. Scrup as S C R U P P E R. I wonder if that I wonder if that's another variation or if that what what that scuppernog. Are you familiar with it without the R? Yeah, yeah. Scupper- Wikipedia has it as they don't have the R. They yeah. couldn't. They couldn't afford the R on Wikipedia, <laughs> so they just have Skippernog. Yeah, that's what I. Now that one I did find, and they said it was part of a it's the a muscadine, muscadine family. Vitus rotundifolia. Woo! Look at you, man. Suck, suck good, on that folia. Good night, yeah. everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. We we can't top that, so we're just gonna just call it quits. Um, yep, that's a, a t- Tennessee southeastern United States. Uh, grape, wild grape. It grows in the trees. Oh, I mean, how interesting! Yeah. It, does it? Is it New England too? I don't know if it goes that far. They're, they're freeze. Hmm. I don't know if it might freeze before. It gets well, that, that, any, anybody in the audience out there, if, if that's if knows that the, there's a difference <laughs> between scuppernog and uh, scrupper. Scrubber knob. <laughs> they call us at 210 The difference is somebody born in Tennessee oh. and raised in Tennessee versus born in... So can... Would it I, was, I was thinking it had something to do with uh, the uh, bolts, too, in, in, in New England. So we'll have to see. So could we... Would it grow here? Well, uh... We don't recommend it here because of uh, alkaline soils. Oh. But now when you get into East Texas. Oh, they have scuppernogs? 
well, they I feel have, so like I know what I'm talking have, about. They have muscadines. Okay. They've they've in, increased. They've improved on that quite a bit. To uh, to have have varieties that are you know all most wild species have male and female vines, and so the the breeders have made it some that are self fertile. Oh, okay. And uh, and I I think they also have some. I don't know if they have some seedless ones. But uh, they've increased the sugars up to 22% and above. So, uh, it, my it, goodness, really? It was a wine. It's a, it was a wine industry in uh, in Mississippi. Oh, that have you been uh, have you been eating it, the uh, grapes from uh, Chile and uh, uh, Argentina and some of those they've, they've been at H E B. Yeah, no. Well. Are they good, wonderful? Huh? Yeah, sweet, seedless, seedless, and some with seed, but mostly seedless. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're remarkable. Sure. Did you have a? Oh, okay. Did you, Did you sure you won't come on the air with us? It's easy. Well, here, here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air, but you'll be you'll, you'll be fine. Would you? If you rather not, that's okay. Oh, well, okay. All right. Well, okay, I'll look. okay. You got it. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Jerry's going to help her out. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Would the people that remember when David, I think way back in February, or maybe January, when he was talking about the new grape, that the um, the, I guess that the. Uh, extension service was recommending uh i think at this point here it was just a stick in the ground or a stick in the pot would people be noticing anything on it yet it's only been i guess three months oh gosh yeah oh really wow yeah foliage and okay stems i would think are really taken off oh that's cool okay well we'll have to let us uh that's another question let us know if you yeah uh can you remember what the name of it was no yeah well, somebody out there in the audience will. Yeah, David, call us and tell us if you remember, and we're and we can talk about it next Sunday. And we're into, trying to uh, to uh, rem- remind ourselves to remember what Scuppernog yes. is about too. So we need Scuppernog reports. We need rabbit tobacco reports. We're going full Southern <laughs> on the show today. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It sounded like um, what's the like what's the one that has the big puffy. Thing that you blow is that dandelion? That's one. Yeah, well, dandelion's one of them. Yeah, that's and it's the white. Uh-huh. They kind of described it that way. It sounded like it. I had a. It's it it self seeded very easily. Oh gosh, yeah. I had a. Uh, 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 my article, I wrote about you know what, what's booming now. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've finished out the, the topic with the uh, beggar slice. And I, uh, I normally go through with my string mower and take all the top, mm-hmm. top everything, all, all the bigger lice. And I didn't do it. And uh, I, uh, Bart, I can't remember. Bart asked me about. Uh, oh, I was asking him about the the firewheel and the coreopsis and all yeah. this beautiful. 
And I, I says, I'm, I'm also going to write about beggar's lice. And he says, you certainly do have a lot of it there. Uh. <laughs> he, he said, do you realize the dogs, <laughs> how bad they get? And oh, I, yeah. Uh, I kind of looked at him like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'd get right I'd get right on it. But Yeah, the crazy thing was I, I got in my yard, too, of course. And uh, I pulled a big one. They're, they're big now and got that... Uh, Little white blooms at yeah. the top. It's get really ready, it's a, getting it's ready to make seeds. It's really kind of a, a attractive this year, and it's a, a <laughs> kind of a border. Yeah. I guess that's because I didn't trim them out. Yeah, but anyway, I, I pulled one up the other day when I was out there watering the birds, watering the squirrels, I should say. Oh, nice. And uh, you know, that's why we should mention that because it's going to be supposed to be hot this week. And the little animals need some water. That uh, the rains that we've had did not puddle the water no. for a long period of time. Uh, what so was it? I can't even remember. Was it last weekend we had last Thursday and Friday? Yeah. We had the big storm that came through. It was terrible. Bugging. It was terrible. We had a little hail and. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right. But, but anyway. anyway. Uh, I pulled uh, pulled one of those bagger drives. I just threw it down, and uh, about a day or two later, See. I went out to water the deal, and th- that sucker grabbed me. The one that was dying there, it grabbed me even even in death, Milton. It grabbed me. That's a pretty tough plant. And I had to d- dislodge it, aff- it. Does it affect your uh, cats? <laughs> the what? No. Does it, do they have do the cats have no. the same problem dogs do no, with it? No, they don't. But I, I mean, I'm my t- t- Tilly comes in and she's oh yeah, oh, covered in it. Especially if she's been chasing a squirrel or a raccoon yeah. or something, I've followed them through the <laughs> brush. I wonder if it sheds off of a cat's uh, fur. I'm not sure. You know, different fur I, type fur. I thought uh, I, th- I thought I saw a general claim uh, about uh, pets being bothered by it but I uh, I had never seen it on cats so I was wondering if that and they've got such a different fur even some dogs that's uh, doesn't yeah. have the same problem as on my westies oh yeah the yeah. old the Airedales used to they attract it yeah <laughs> But anyhow, I'm sure that uh, Bart will be talking to me again as soon as the no. beggar's license is uh, yeah. past its prime. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, she, uh, I know she didn't want to come on the air, but what were you all discussing? I can't tell you it's private. Oh, is it private? I, I apologize. Uh. I wanna... <laughs> no, she had... She was... She loves uh, uh, ornamental grasses, and she planted some uh, late last year, and I, uh, I think they froze off. I'm sure they froze off. So they're right now, they're coming up just little, <laughs> little sprigs from the ground. She said, when I bought it, it was a great big plant. I said, yeah. But it's frozen off. It's coming yeah. back from the root system. Yeah, and it, I, I think I also think it's part of that your drought yeah. situation because I 
back when I when I grew a lot of ornamental grass, it uh, was less related to the freeze. Uh, you know, it, it would freeze drought, back, yeah. but yeah. but it come back gangbusters. Yeah, you know, yeah. But she's right. It just, just barely comes back when yeah. I guess there's a limited she, root system. Yeah, she said uh, she's watering her three times a week. Oh, my gosh. I said, well, that may be a little bit too much. I said, uh, uh, cut back to once a week. She was using a soccer hose, so she's doing it the right way. But she loves her, loved the grass. Yeah. And she can't stand that. Uh, Oh. The, the neighborhood grass, uh, uh, as I walk the dog, uh, seems to be, the St. Augustine seems to be doing better. Oh, yeah. Are you noticing improvement? Yeah, I mean, it's, ours has kind of stopped. That's right. You're right. It has kind of stopped. Yeah, but. Unless the, they got a, a sprinkler system. Going mm, on. Yeah. I mowed it on Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember which one, but yeah, and I don't think it liked that. Looks nice. <laughs> but I don't think it liked it. It doesn't no. like it. The grass doesn't like it. I don't know. It just it looks it just well. It, it was shorter. Man. Yeah, it was growing and happy and just you wake up in the morning just it would be singing la 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 oh, and now geez. now it just uh, Milton's listening to his grass. <laughs> that's sing. right. Some yeah, people but... talk to their plants. I listen to the plants. <laughs> I want them to know how you know that they have someone that's on their side. Well, the rescue yeah. grass looks like it's come up for a second round and very nice and lush and and every everything too um so the sustainable winter lawn is still has some history left what is it is it's it's may still may just beginning of may yeah 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 gosh it'll be june uh very soon hey by the way before we go to break i want to say hello to pam who is listening, and she listens every week. She was up here doing some shopping, and uh, she came over and uh, just said she wanted to tell us how much she enjoyed the show. You yeah. didn't run her away again like you like you do the other women, do you? Man? No, that's just the one that want to ask questions. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they I'll go right away the restroom. That's true. That, or that was a Calvin. No. Was that me? I can't remember. But anyway, so hi, Pam. Thank you for listening. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Who's that? Who's that? One Willie. No, it was not Willie. <laughs> the king of rock and roll. Yeah. That was Elvis. King Creole. Wow. Yeah, you may notice a theme today, today's music. The hint is a coronation. So uh, you can figure it out. Uh, all right. 210-308-8867. And a reminder. Okay, if you haven't marked your calendars yet, Go over there when we get through. Put down June, uh, yeah, June third, and that is going to be, that's right, the Festival of Flowers over at the Alzafar Shrine, hosted by uh, the San Antonio Water System, 
And uh, you can pick up your, that means they're going to have free water saver plants while supplies last. There's going to be a indoor garden mall. You know what I'm talking about if you've been there before. Uh, with plants, landscape materials, a fertilizer, uh, garden accessories, and lots and lots of vendors. All kinds of fun over there at the Alzafar. Uh, there's an herb uh, cooking kitchen for treats and stuff and things. Seminars all day. The Organic Roundtable, which is very popular. Oh, they, I don't remember getting invited to that. Did you, Jerry? The Organic Roundtable? Yeah, I've, I've been invited to the okay. Organic Roundtable. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> the store stand at the back and catcall. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we're not, we're not going to go there. <laughs> but they should invite you all. Okay, what else is going to be at there besides that? But the Organic Roundtable is very popular, good uh, good thing to go to the Learn to Garden Zone for kids, plus the popular. We need to get Brunella on here. I meant to ask her last week uh, if if there are anything any limitations on the citywide plant exchange. But uh, right now, I don't know of any. The citywide plant exchange will be going on. It's eight dollars. Kids under ten are free. Uh, and the parking, as always, is free from 9 to 5 on June 30th at the Alcifar, which is 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. We'll get Brunella on. Well, you know, uh, with that, uh, those freezes we had, that took out a lot of aloe vera. Oh, so maybe they're... I mean, it froze it to the ground. I don't know if it killed it. I think it killed it. Maybe they're aloe vera friendly now? It could be. Could be. But... Uh, uh, that definitely is. Well, we had at least, at least one gardener that was uh, describing aloe vera and uh, that somebody was trying to give him, give him some. And, <laughs> we need yeah. to have Brunella come on and do best practices for the citywide plant exchange and then have Lisa come on there you go. and do best practices. I bet they're different. <laughs> uh, all right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I hope Lisa's husband is... Getting in shape. Yeah, doing workouts for those plants. <laughs> All right, Trace is going to. I wonder if her uh, poor husband is uh, <laughs> hide, still hiding in the woods yeah. someplace. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. He'll be out, you know, June 4th, he'll be back, but you know, June 3rd, <laughs> gone. Yeah. Well, what's going on, Trace? Oh, grab that microphone, I'll turn you up, and we'll be on the air. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Why are you staring it at Seems like he gets puts more and more up here every week. No, it's <laughs> the same three. We don't know why. But it's like a comfort thing. That's but, his, but he doesn't have the best one, so I'm really that, concerned. That's his comfort sulfur. Uh. Uh, like people have therapy dogs, this is his therapy. Therapy. Uh, okay. High yield therapy stuff. We got a. We got a deal from. Uh, okay, he's going back. Yeah, as I was walking in, I saw that you got some thrialis. Yes. Some small ones. That's all I could find. Well, that's good. <laughs> small is better than none. Those, those, are, those of us who live in rocky soil, or rocky rocks, I should say, uh, want to plant a small one. Now, normally the deer won't eat them, but uh, if they're small and actively growing like those are. I've never heard of a deer wanting to eat rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that... Uh, you probably need to put a protective spray 
on those small paralysis. Uh, I think they should do it to everything that's, even if it's deer resistant, they should do it for at least the first three months. Yeah, y'all have talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Deer resistant plants. Be and pro- they can they use. Be browse. Huh? They browse or they pull? Yeah, or they well, I'm, I'm yeah. Thoralis is, they don't eat Thoralis in my neighborhood, but uh, they, I go ahead and spray it too. When better better be it. proactive than reactive. Mm. <laughs> what, what's reactive? What, Wait till they are nibbling it and yank it out of the ground damn, before you do something. Damn, dear. <laughs> <laughs> right, and fire know. your gun in there a couple of times. He's gonna get somebody in trouble. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> and they could also they could also use. I must I garden. Love, oh no, you were close. I was getting ready to say it. What did you guys mention? Liquid fence. I, I must garden. He he likes he likes the name of that. <laughs> he can never remember it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can remember I. He can remember garden. In between, he gets I must, must garden. I love garden. I love garden. <laughs> so I should garden. I want to garden. Where my dear garden. <laughs> Yeah, so, but yes, I must MG. So just remember MG, my initials, and then must garden. Well, but he oh. was in, he was in uh, prime shape the, this last week because I was writing an article. I couldn't remember anything, uh. so I kept calling him, and he and he, he was remembering the name of the plants that yeah. I was forgetting. It's because he called him at two in the morning. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 he remembers that. everything at two in the morning. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, that's that's great. That that thrallus, we I've never seen or heard seen or heard of a deer of a deer eating. No, I haven't. But they, you know that though, those little plants. You planted it; they will come. <laughs> yeah, those little plants. If uh, to me, it l- looks like they would look really nice next to the uh, dwarf portal weed. Oh yeah. But I don't know. You know the thrallus. Once it takes off. Yeah, the trellis get five feet tall. But, but those, you know, like a, a cluster of five and five or three. And oh, three yeah. Would really look nice. It blooms all year all year long. So yeah. I saw a planting with the trellis and they used uh, brake lights yucca. Oh, that would be yeah. killer. That was nice. They look good. It red was, and was, red and yellow. Spectacular. Killer uh, right. And on that note. Sometime this week I'll have some brake light. Yeah, you mentioned that last yeah. week. And That's the, good. And the deer did not eat the flowers on the... Well, they eat the flowers, but it wasn't in a deer area. Oh. <laughs> was there some other stuff that did was coming in this week, too? I'm trying to remember. I'm sure if I thought about it long enough. Okay. <laughs> what? We, we mentioned David Rodriguez was going to be here next week. Oh, okay. Little Davey. <laughs> Well, if you can't have porter weed, I guess David's the next best thing. No. Oh. That's his slogan. I'm the next best thing to porter weed. <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> yeah, don't I even w- think I about it, Trace. I was walking in to the right, to the right on the ground. Is that a petunia? Uh, yes. That is a funky-looking petunia. What is it, a double petunia? I know it, yeah, but those man. Are, those are new trial varieties. What and is it? They were trials. Oh. And so I... I said, yeah, I'll take some. <laughs> They're amazing. I, I wish it had been two or three months ago. Yeah. But uh, they're still gorgeous. They look like an azalea. Uh, they were. They don't look like a petunia. I where had, uh, where are they? <laughs> they're on the main aisle. In a, they're in a hanging basket, but they're on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I actually had a uh, gentleman pull me over to the side. Oh, dear. At least I'd say that. I don't know if his wife would call him that. But uh, he said, 
what is this? Yeah. And that's what I was getting ready. And he he said, I told her it was a petunia, and I said, well, you're right. And she said, that's seldom. <laughs> oh man, uh, I couldn't. I, it took I didn't know how to answer that. No, I, <laughs> I just walked away. Probably there's no answer. No, I, walked, I made, walked away. He made a good decision. I took I took a second look at him and to see what was on the label, and all the label said was Milberger's Nursery. Oh, okay. And uh, I look, kept looking and looking and looking. They were afraid you'd eat the blooms. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. The only only tip I got was they got some regular petunias right by them in the back of them. So I said, that that must be a petunia. That's the most amazing petunia I've ever seen. Really? What really? color is it? One was like purple and white, yeah. and one was like pink and white. Ah. And there yeah. was a third one, too. I'm, yeah. it, looked, I'm it looked to like it. an azalea. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was walking all through there. I didn't, I didn't notice. I, you were just looking at whoppers. Uh, yeah, there you go. Whoppers and uh, which are still on sale. Pintas. By the way. Yeah, you were looking yeah. at pintas. Cool. Yeah, I want to see it too now. I didn't see what the rest of it was. I assume it's zinnias. Uh, and uh, start with an uh, our one that grows in full sun starts with an A. Uh, agar. Um, Help me, okay. Let's see. Oh, Sweet potatoes. An- Angelonia? Huh? Angelonia? Yeah. Angelonia. Angelonia. I had Angelonia. You yeah. got some of those, you said. You got some of your sweet potato vine that yep, was on that. sale. Well, I've seen a lot of people Auto getting whopper. that today. That's a good, yeah. Some whoppers and some pentas. Those whoppers are great. I mean, I got them, I think, like the second week. So this goes back pretty far that you had them here. And put one in each little container in the front, and they are just filling out and filling out. And filling yeah. out. That was just one per container. The Texas-sized begonia. Yeah, it is. That's a good way to describe and it. They will uh, make do with whatever they got, even if the, the soil is not fertile. But they, they're they even better if you give them a little, little uh, osmocote. osmocote huh? yeah. Did you fertilize yours, remember? Not yet. No. Not yet? Well, we might. <laughs> They're we'll, hungry right now. We'll man. fertilize them. They're hungry. You gonna buy some Osmoco Plus? Uh, maybe so. I don't uh, know. Get okay. a get a get a, I think loan, we have get a loan on your house. And yeah, we we probably have something somewhere. No, just gotta mm-hmm. find it. Milton, a long time ago, I was young and single. Uh-huh. And I didn't fertilize my plants. You know what they all got? What they got? Cold coffee and warm beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and they did actually did okay. They did okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, yeah, but those and uh, what else? Did, what else did you get? You got the Whoppers, the Angelonia, the uh, the Pentas. sweet potato vine. Oh, you got some Pentas too. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing Pentas on there. Okay, man. Yeah, but that he was here early. I thought he left his thing like from last week, because I got here five minutes earlier than I normally do, and it was he was already here. He was shopping. <laughs> shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Anything new in the tomatoes? Or are we getting it? Kind of. Yeah, we're getting. I took my at first one. I took it to the hospital for Sandy to, oh, to, to eat. She was happy. Oh, good. Which kind? What was it? Uh, was the um, one that you made her buy? Uh, oh. The little cher- it was a cherry. Oh, uh, Ro- Ruby Crush. That one. Yeah. 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 Well, she made she beat my Ruby Crush by one day. Then <laughs> my I'm. I'm Looking forward to eating my first ones when I. You don't think get you're back. gonna take it in and put it in a salad? 
Oh no! Never make it to the door. No, huh? I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but she she made everybody taste it, and it was <laughs> oh, okay. it was like a grape tomato. So yeah. I have to divvy it up four ways. That was kind of <laughs> <That's laughs> tough. Yeah. Uh, around town, like just just in our garden, Vitex is gorgeous. You see oh that, yeah. You see that purple one we have on sale? No. Where is that? Where's the sensation that we uh, we, we started talking about a couple two three years ago? Oh okay. The Vitex with the purple foliage. Oh, so it's not just it's more the foliage is even more showy than the blue mist. Hmm. Yeah. Where is that? I can't miss it. There's like 200 right around the corner of the building. Okay. Here. Cool. Yeah. I thought. It All right. So for fun stuff, we've got what's that one called? Sensation. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fascination. That's a good Fascination name. by Tex. And they need to come to Millburgers for the uh, the double petunia hanging <laughs> basket. Hanging basket. Does it have a name too? I'm sure. Okay. Well, yeah. and then, then <laughs> Milton, you need to get yourself some uh, fertilizer. Osmocote Plus. Okay. Copious yeah. amounts. Copious amounts. Uh, on the sweet potato vine, you say you've got lime green and dark purple. Is that right? Yes. I probably have another one, but not in that cell group. Yeah. What What amazes me about that uh, that lime green is it can take full sun. That that color foliage usually burns up in the hot summer sun, but uh, landscapers are using them all over these entrances to the field, and they're 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 holding up through the summer. I thought they'd burn burn to a crisp. Well, I was ho hoping to use mine in the the shade. So. Oh yeah, they they work in the shade. It'll grow anywhere. <laughs> uh, oh, there. Speak of the devil. There you're the Vitex. Yeah. You're Vitex. I'll have to send y'all a picture of mine. Looks better than that one. <laughs> I'm just bragging, but that one's in a container too. Um, and uh, still got some blackberries. We do. Two for forty dollars. Uh, what I miss, is that? I, I miss my blackberries. I'm thinking about getting one of those big containers. Plant of blackberries. I'll sell you both. <laughs> I'll even sell you the soil to go in the container. Yeah. I, I like that uh, purple bag soil. It's working good for Jeremy. That's good. I sold some this morning with some hydrangeas. Oh, oh that okay. was neat. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I sold them chelated iron instead of whatever you got. Yeah, right, 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 here. right. Yeah. That's that's uh. So everybody out there, we're talking about the bags that he's been sitting here. <laughs> That's he's got ironite, he's got iron plus, and he's got <laughs> sulfur. Oh, yeah. But the best of the best is chelated iron. Yeah, that's right. But uh, that's that's for discussion about Neil Spare. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. He's pushed me over the edge. He pushes you over the edge every week. <laughs> no, not like this. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway. Obviously, this has been an ongoing thing because he's had the bags here for yeah. Yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, well, we run out of time, and I have to put them in the cabinet. I think you need to put Neil in his place right now. How about that? <laughs> All right, you gonna you want to do that, or you want to wait till after the break? Put what? Talk to Neil. Talk about Neil. Oh, okay. You are okay. Uh, well, or, don't, or don't. Should we? Do we want to uh, make an uh, mention that we aren't part of this, Milton? Or are we yeah. Gonna, or should we wait? And see we we like wait Neil. and see if we agree. Oh, okay, let's wait and see. Oh, that's a better way to do it. Okay, what do you got there? 
What? I, I thought we were taking a break. Oh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and it'll be a teaser. All right, back in a moment, 210-308-8867. Someone call Neil and tell him to listen. 210-308-8867. He does? Oh, yeah. I hear he does. Oh, wow. Huh. He needs to call in. Neil, call in and defend yourself. 210-308. He reads my articles. Oh, good. 210-308-8867. More in a moment with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Dr. Calvin Finch, Face Hazlett, and I'm Milton Glick on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Crown you with my heart, your love is king. Never need to part, your kisses ring. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, real quick, I want to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. You got pests, you don't want pests, either way. You want to be sure that you know about Spider-Man and termite pest, and pest control, whether it's keeping them away or getting them going when you notice them. Uh, since 1976, Warren Remy has been doing this with uh, Spider-Man termite and pest control, family-owned, local-owned and operated, uh, and uh, loved. Uh, go, to, go to the website, GoSpiderManPest.com, and you'll see all the great reviews uh, and uh, from commercial to residential, Spider-Man does it all. And uh, he's a nice guy. You'll enjoy working with him, too. At Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, check out all the stuff they do, including the Care mosquito trapping system uh, that you may be interested in right now. Or uh, termites uh, are swarming. So that may be more your interest, too. So it's 656-3721. That's 210 656 21 or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, our number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you want to read something about, were you going to talk about something? No. Okay. Yes, he was. I know know he was, but he he enjoys doing that so much, I set him up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, For the last... uh, couple of weeks, uh, Neil has had questions about uh, plants with yellow leaves. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Remind everybody who, who Neil is. And yeah, said. thank you. Who is Neil? That's like talking, explaining God. Quit it. Well, there may be people who don't know. People don't know Neil Sperry? Get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> is this he, a, he, uh, he's a... Uh, the foremost writer on horticulture in Texas for the past 30 years, 40 years. Mm. He and I started with the extension service uh, 40 years ago. He's a good man. Uh, but anyway. And, and now we're going to criticize his, <laughs> his, his advice. Yeah, well, the, the problem is. Neil has to write for the entire state, yeah, and that's a, that's a killer of a opportunity or a problem. And uh, he's also using things that he learned a long time ago, maybe in school. And so uh, he get, he gets he on his tips. He says, if your shrubs and vines are already showing iron deficiency. Yellow leaves with dark green veins, 
most prominently displayed on the newest growth first, apply iron with sulfur to reduce the soil pH. Now, <laughs> when we were in school, the book learning tells you to uh, add, add sulfur to reduce the pH and add uh, lime to increase the pH, like in East Texas. Now, the problem with that idea, when you bring it down to San Antonio, our soils are very alkaline, uh, 8 or plus, pH of 8 or plus, which makes uh, minor elements uh, unavailable to be taken up by the plant. And also, very, uh, they're pure cal calcium. So, so they're very calcareous. So the the the, uh, the soil is actually buffered to be alkaline, Me we, meaning. Thank you. <laughs> meaning that uh, it resists be turned. It resists being turned into acidic soils or more acidic soils. Because its its base material is calcium. So, uh, and he he says on here he says apply iron with sulfur to reduce the soil pH. Neil, oh, and everybody listening, <laughs> there is no way, no way, to reduce the soil pH. In San Antonio air, and and South Texas air, no way. Not, you're not even you're not even saying temporarily. Tem temporarily, no. Sure, well, I think it can temporarily. No, no. What not about, even temporary. What, what about mixing sphagnum peat? Do what? What if you mix sphagnum peat into the soil? Well, that that as the peat decomposes, that'll that'll uh, release an a acid situation but since you're watering with alkaline water and uh, that calcareous soil is uh, is pushing it all uh, all sides of it it's not going to reduce your problem and so uh, I think that's over, uh, that's overstating I've killed I've killed plants with uh, acidic like vinegar and things like that experimenting. Um, so the did, did it acidify the soil? Yes. No. It did. No, yes, it didn't. It did. It, yes, it did. You can't. The vinegar say it. killed the plant. Vinegar killed. You're saying, oh, instead of the acidification, but it's not just vinegar. It's all kinds of different acidifications. Yeah, but that that is not a permanent acidification of the soil. Well, we agree with permanent. Yeah. I think the word we're disagreeing with is. Temporary, yeah, temporary. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's he's talking about. Uh, he says shrubs and vines. Now, our fertilizer that we sell over here has a, a four percent iron and twelve percent sulfur in the nineteen five nine. Now that uh, that what that does. It acidifies or 
changing the pH of a very small uh, microclimate under the grass. But not not for a tree or shrub. You can't. That goes into the changing of the uh, of the of the basic soil structure. Now you say, well, can you prove that? I said, Dr. Lois Reed, my friend who has passed, was uh, or, uh, helped create or uh, start the apple industry. And what took the apple industry out was a uh, era of cotton rootrot. And uh, they determined that you don't have cotton rootrot north of here, only in the alkaline soils. So Dr. Shree thought maybe if we acidify the soil for apples with sulfur, uh, we will uh, will control the cotton rootrot. His thinking was sound but not correct. But uh, so he started recommending, and they, the apple growers started using one pound of sulfur per square foot. They were hauling sulfur in by the train car load. And when they got through applying it to the, uh, for, uh, the soil, the soil was yellow. Now, when sulfur is applied to a calcareous soil, it produces uh, acid. Hydrogen sulfate. Mm-hmm. Uh, sulfate, yeah. And uh, so I was amazed that it didn't kill the trees after a period of time or immediately. But uh, he did that in several apple orchards. It didn't work. Didn't work. But four years, five years uh, after that sulfur application, we went back in and tested the soil. And it dropped the pH three-tenths of a point, just barely uh, barely detectable. Hmm. So that's, that's not the answer to your, your controlling your yellow leaves. Now, what is the answer is, uh, like uh, Trace was talking about, a foliar spray of uh, iron chelate. That's nice. Uh, I've got, uh, but this I've got some products up here uh, that uh, high yield iron sulfur. Think that's going to turn the yellow plants green, Matt? After re- what I've just told you, I don't want to incriminate. No, myself. yeah, I'm not even close. But then I have. Uh, so, in your experience, when it's temporary. Does it is it enough to turn the plants uh, back around and and from yellow to green? Well, it depends on the plants. Now, if you spray some of these uh, iron chelate on the foliage, yeah, like oh. turf, it can take it in. So it's a it's a really a complex situation. If you're talking, that's uh, it's re- real dangerous to be talking about. Soil conversion versus iron pick taking up iron, right? Because you can. There's a lot of options taking up iron. That's Trace got a lot of products in there, but it's almost impossible for a permanent 
in our soil, buffered there is, there soil. There's no permanent. But okay. I, have, I have a Schumart oak, and I live near a quarry, so, you know, it's rock. First 10, 15 years, the tree was perfectly fine. Then it hit the rock, <laughs> and I had several years of yellow foliage. And I kept blaming my wife. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so I started dumping roughly four pounds of chelated iron every year, and my tree was fine again. As long as you kept? As long as I kept with the chelated iron. Okay. Yeah. As long as it's growing. Yeah, new iron source. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't finish the deal about the uh, the far the twelve uh, percent sulfur in our Milberg Premium Lawn and Garden fertilizer because they found that uh, that twelve percent sulfur it's it's uh, distributed evenly over the soil. Uh, it will actually uh, help and green up the soil, green mm. up the grass. But you've got to be careful with how much you add. The uh, when that sulfur idea came out, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, commercial uh, lawn people started adding it to their mix. That they spray in on on lawns, and then about uh, six months into the deal, they started killing lawns. Lawns started dying, and so <laughs> they couldn't figure out what the hell. You know, it used to work real good, but come to find out that they were have a big. They put it in a big uh, truck that had one of those turning barrels on it. But when they stopped for lunch, oh, it settled. It settled to the bottom. So the first lawns that they treated after that, after the lawn, after the lunch, killed them hmm. with too much sulfur. So uh, anyway, it's, uh, my uh, my favorite is this uh, Iron Plus Soil Acidify. Uh, it doesn't acidify the soil. I, I disagree with that. But uh, it's a it's a fast, quick for a, a, a lawn if you can't use a, if you can't use a, a, a chelated uh, form of iron. And uh, the uh, let's see, we've got ironite on sale here, and it says. On the package it says, deep green lawn without uh, without excessive growth. And the uh, agri the uh, analysis of it is 101. And it says, water le less retains more water in the, in the ground. Well, and deeper green, makes deeper green. With only one zero one uh, analysis of fertilization. So anyway, uh, all right, we'll see. All right, we need to take a break. Get you caught up with the news. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. 
we're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Not a cloud in the sky. Mm-hmm. Well, the humidity is low, less. It may be a little less, yeah. It's a little overcast. What are the Because you're, you're not dripping down your no, curls there. I'm not dripping, <laughs> so that's not, that's not bad. Uh, no, but it's, it is overcast. It's, it, you're right. I don't think it's as humid uh, as it was when we started the show. So, <laughs> All right. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're looking for reports on... Uh, Skulldigger, uh, what was it? Scumnodger, the grape. Oh, Scoopernog. Scrupernog. Okay, whether it's Scrup or Scup. Scupernogger. I think think there's both. You think there really are both? Okay. There there might be four or five different definitions, depending on where you are and what your crop was. In Tennessee, it's Scrupernog. Okay. And uh, we're also looking for, uh, oh, what was the rabbit something? Rabbit tobacco. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you're familiar with that, call us. We want some more. I bet if the rabbit chewing tobacco, that uh, would make the meat a little tough. Oh, I don't so, know. Anyway. All right. Uh, 210-308-8867. When you walked that way, did you walk by the petunias? No. You were supposed to go walk by the? Uh, yes, you did. Oh, but I didn't see them. <laughs> he didn't look. Didn't but it, look. they look like little azaleas sitting on the ground. It's amazing. Anyway. Uh, That'd be nice. Uh, Neil mentioned something to be on the lookout for nut, nut sedge, nut grass. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's just now coming up, I imagine. It's coming up in well, uh, when the soil a few warms. containers. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they warm up faster. Yeah. And uh, he says, with the application of the image product intended to specifically, intended specifically for nutsedge, so you can use it, I guess if they're coming up in containers, you can spray it right over the container, the plants in the container. Yeah, if you want. Just easier. Pulling it up at this point, yeah, at some in containers, point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one thing about if you're worried about putting putting uh, image or a sedge hammer, I like that name, sedge hammer, because uh, it's a sedge. Yeah, no, I I got the poem. Okay. I got the play on words. But is hammer. it a hammer? <laughs> mm. And you can't kill it with a hammer. But <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh the that's specifically for nuts edge and sedge hammer. And uh I th- I think you ought to add a little bit of well you spray it on and it's not a contact killer. So you have to kind of water it in. Well if it's in a container you're doing that anyway. But uh I imagine the smaller you get it the usually uh easy it is to take it out of there but it's going to take a while to take it out that's not a fast acting product but it works over a period of time and nothing else does like uh, roundup won't 
kiss or sedge or sage grass. But when you use it, use it in your garden, your regular uh, raised bed garden, a month from now, you can kind you you know there'll be usually it's thick by then, and uh, it just you you can notice how it stops growing. The, the sedge stops growing once you spray it. Yeah. But it does take a long time to kill it, but it just it does stop growing. We have John on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, we're sitting out in the garden, and my wife is trying to return a old yellow jackets to his nest, and she's going to get stung if she keeps doing it. Are anyway, in the ground or on a... no, no, a yellow jacket is in the air. We, I have never seen a yellow jacket in the ground. Uh, all of our yellow jackets from the time I was a kid to my old age now uh, <laughs> were in the air, in the trees, in the hackberries. Yeah, yeah. You ever ever so, shoot them with a BB gun or anything? Those nests? <laughs> no, I would be up there trying to. Uh, uh, eat the berries of the of the hackberries, <laughs> and I get stung all the time. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we, were, we when we were kids, we we would shoot them. Which what? with a BB gun, we just figured we were far enough back that they'd never oh. find us. See, so we'd stand back and shoot the nest with a BB gun. wasn't doing much harm. Well, but, what uh, we would do later, well, they'll find you. Oh. Well, what we would do is take a pole and put some paper around it, and tie it on, and then light the paper, and then hold it up there next to them. Look at you. That's good. So we, see, we, we didn't have BB guns in the Second World War. We didn't have BB guns. <laughs> you, you had the regular rifles. Huh? That worked too. <laughs> anyway, uh, my question was: I got two questions. One. Uh, uh, what do you do about cotton root rot? Uh, hmm. Either learn to live with it or move moved to another place. Some place with well, acid soil. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 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 there's, uh, occasionally it hits my okra and other times it don't. And so I'm just wondering. Uh, uh, yeah, it just... okra, it, it'll take okra out. Hmm. But uh, there's nothing you can do to prevent it. Uh, <laughs> Like you say, sometimes it take them all out, and sometimes it won't. It it usually doesn't take the whole row out. It'll just take several out, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's what it does. Do you are you having a defi- deficiency in okra, or that you get upset over losing a couple of plants? No, I, I plant twenty five. Uh, I plant go. a bunch of okra and I, I save twenty five plants. That's that's how many plants I keep in a row. Okay, good man. So, so anyway, uh, my next there's nothing you can do to prevent it. Is the bottom line. Okay. Well, I thought somebody uh, up there up north they do something about it. Nope. Uh, they don't have it. Uh, in north and because of acid soils and uh, uh, I, I guess cold temperatures. Oh. I know they have it in Mississippi, uh, but I don't think we have it in Tennessee. And uh, Are those acid soils? Out here big time, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So Yeah. So, so, it, so it can grow in acid and alkaline soil? 
I know it grows in Mississippi. I know they have cotton root rot in Mississippi. Of course, they've grown a lot of cotton in Mississippi. Mm. And uh, but I, I don't think it spreads as fast as in, oh, in okay. acid soils as it okay. does in alkaline okay. soils. Okay, my next question. Uh, do you have any organic uh, method to control the uh, squash vine borer? The what? A squash vine borer. Organic method to we do. control. We do. We do. You call What's the that? right place. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we use a different uh, selection yeah. of uh, squash. Yeah. One, one that's not a, that uh, has solid stems and the borer does not does not uh well i can't say he never does but he uh, it's not an effective it's not a problem yeah the well, only got, damage we've ever seen with tatuma is well, I got, uh, uh is I got uh, the, it, it's uh is that uh sometimes the squash vine borer will actually get in the fruit uh, the little tatuma fruit and when that happens, you don't have to use as many bacon bits in that method. Is that right? Yeah. Just chop it up and okay. go to town. Okay. I got another one. One more. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, you haven't heard anything like use cinnamon or old garlic, anything like that? To do what? Or to stop the uh, vine borer from uh, entering no. the uh, squash? No. Uh, if you can use a, let's see, what did you say? Uh, the garlic to use the garlic or cinnamon or, or yeah, garlic. If you take the garlic clove, and you catch the little wasp that lays the uh, vine borer moth, <laughs> and this slam that down in sarcastic, and that'll 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 cure squash vine borers. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a sarcastic answer. Did you hear I, that, man? I heard that. Did you hear that? <laughs> heard that little boar being squashed. <laughs> no, there's nothing about, nothing that you can really do to prevent it. Uh, if in the early squash that you plant, uh, you can cover the little ones with a, a, grow, a, a cloth, that uh, cloth netting or covering, uh, until they start blooming. Then you have to uncover them because uh, squash has to be uh, insect pollinated. But uh, that'll keep the squash vine borer off of them for a while. Well, I do have butternut squash growing. There you go. Okay. So it, it's a solid stem. Try that uh, tatuma. Uh, if you tatuma. if you're in Texas, you ought to be growing tatuma because that is the Mexican uh, squash of, of choice for tatumas. Well, is that the right. one that Malcolm? Is that the one that Malcolm was uh, growing? Uh, I don't know if he ever grew tatuma or not. He may have. He, he had one uh, different uh, squash that uh, that was not the uh, neck or zucchini. Did it? But did I, it I don't remember the it, name of it. Was it round? Was it a summer squash? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it yellow? Well, I don't remember. I don't think so. I think it was a different colors of green. And uh, I think it, it was a viney, a viney squash. Yeah, the tumors definitely viney. Yeah. But the the fruit are round. 
Yeah, right. It's amazing how orderly they are, but uh, <laughs> they're pretty. Yeah, like a teardrop. And they, you know, the the a baseball, and then three days later, there were soccer balls. Seems like. <laughs> and when do they get to be a football? Uh, that's a soccer <laughs> ball. Don't, uh, they don't get football. But they might get to be a basketball. Uh, <laughs> they always seem like they're perfectly round to me. Yeah. But they're good squash. Okay. Well, I sure thank you a bunch, and, and I'll see you it next week. It tastes good, yep. Thank you for calling. Thanks, John. Okay. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. There was somebody here, and I couldn't get his attention, who came up and asked me if we had Tatuma plants he See? wanted to, yeah do we have any no i didn't no. think I so think i was so. telling him maybe we had seed but then he walked over there and came away with three plants it was like well we had an oscar okra over there yeah and we, do have, we have other squash real grandy gold pepper and uh what other weird thing do we have over there i guess but no other squashes no but tatuma is easy to find, get on the computer yeah yeah you used, right. used to sell to much at some of the hardware, uh, not the hardware, uh, farm stores here. Oh. Uh, like Moore's Feed and I wonder seed. if they still do. Uh, I don't think so. Mr. Moore has passed. Well, that doesn't mean anything. It sounds like it's popular. It's not popular? <laughs> We, well, we, we, uh, we've uh, talked uh, about, two people have talked uh, about the tumor today. <laughs> there used to be a... Uh, a seed company uh, called Texas Seed Company. I think it is on the south side. Yeah. I don't think I ever went by there. But uh, they would package Tatuma squash okay. seed. And some people had uh, their displays in in the stores. Of the seed? Yeah, of, of the display. But I th- I'm pretty sure they're out of business. Oh. Same as some of the same places that had uh, wonderful seed potatoes. Right, exactly. All right. Well, we'll have to have to look and see. Okay. But you, I think you got yours online, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> I th- but I th- once you get once you get it. Yeah, I, you can save your own yeah, seed. You know, Steve. Uh, uh, Brown. It? Yeah. Yeah. He, we were. <laughs> We were, I was talking to that grower. Uh, you, you just tuned in. I, I was, or did we say it on there? I left the, uh, I got the chili patine seed uh, to the grower on Tuesday, this last Tuesday. And I told him, I said, it had been, it's been in the refrigerator. You know, my famous refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I keep mine. I keep mine frozen. Mm. He puts his in the freezer, ah. and he said, he said, he took some four-year-old squash seed out of the freezer the other day, and planted uh, ten seed, and nine of them came up. I'll be there. Four years old. Wow. Yeah, there is. But see, that that's a, a larger seed, and yeah. But uh, I've heard a lot of people, some, some of the old-timers said on the okra seed, uh, to really get it to germinate good, put it in, you freeze it. Not refrigerate, but freeze. No, and then freeze it. I, uh, but I never have frozen my seed. No, I've got, I've got a big uh, tray of my milkweed in the refrigerator. There you go. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Judy might hear me. Uh, <laughs> but 
No action. No action. And then I've got some that I had extra from one of the programs. And uh, all the the butterfly weed is all growing. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, there's some of the uh, some of the uh, green milkweed is also. Oh, growing. is that Not, right? None of the antelope horn, horn is yet, but I find that interesting because one of the yeah one of the seed producers really made a big emphasis of uh, what uh, it needs is to that, be. Is that antelope? Pulled. Is that antelope seed? Uh, more prone to be in the hill country and uh, colder yeah, areas. Yeah, it's more prone to be west of us. Yeah. And uh, into the west and north. Yeah, I know Ms. Nethery used to collect that. Hmm. Yeah, some of the gardeners had uh, pictures of it from their, yeah. their landscape. It's such a neat, uh, it looks just like an antelope head. Okay. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to, to call the show. Or if you are nearby or just want to come enjoy some gardening experience, come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And when you do, come check out the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a great tool to have in your arsenal uh, for gardening in South Texas. It's a uh, three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. And why is that important? Because the tree hugger sprinkler is a hard plastic sprinkler. It looks like a circle, but it's got a hinge on it. And you kind of open it up, and then you close it or hug it around the tree. And you're getting a call, so you get that. But, uh, yeah, and then you turn it on a little bit to uh, water close to the root ball, and then you water, turn it on a lot more to uh, – oh, sorry, hold on. I didn't know you, I didn't know you were going to do the sprinkler sound. Turn it on a lot more. Yeah, just like that. Your, yours may sound different, but to water away and more toward the drip line. And the uh, Tree Hugger Sprinkler uh, is right here at Millburgers. It's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Breast New Product. It's also at HEB. Uh, so come check it out. And uh, they, it was also recommended, I thought I like that, that you get a timer. Yeah. 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 So they, uh, they've adopted. Uh, they don't sell them, uh, but uh, they said you can find them everywhere. So check it out online at treehuggersprinkler.com. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. And when we come back, we'll tell you about Festival of Flowers right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Getting that theme, coronation theme. Mm. Roger Miller, King of the Road. Elvis Presley, King Creole. Kind of maybe have a theme going. Hey, uh, you'll feel like a king when you go on June 3rd to the Festival of Flowers. It's back at the Alzafar on June 3rd from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Now, it's co-hosted by the San Antonio Water System, SAWS, and that means that you'll get a free water saver plant while supplies last when you go now listen if you're familiar with the festival of flowers you know it's the premier gardening event of the uh, season uh, every year and it's back finally uh, i think this is the 23rd annual one uh, there's an indoor garden mall with all kinds of gardening accessories and tools there's the herb cooking kitchen 
There's seminars throughout the day, including the organic roundtable, where they'll have lots of different discussions and take your questions. Uh, there's the Learn to Garden Zone for kids and the very popular, they're not kidding, uh, citywide plant exchange. So we're going to get more details on that coming up. But that's really, really popular, too. Um, it's only $8, and kids under 10 get to go free. The parking is free, and it takes place from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., 9 to 5, at the Alcifar Shrine at 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. Yes. They never believe I'm under 10. No, you try, though. Yeah. I know you try. I get on my knees and walk in there. That's, I know. That sounds so, so similar like an event we used to do 15 years ago. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, Jerry yeah. walks up to the register. One for under ten, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work anytime. It's, a, it's it's hard for me to walk off on my knees. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so he hires a child to go get him a ticket. There you go. That could work. Yeah, All right, there you go. kid, come here. Psst, psst, psst. <laughs> go in, tell him your ticket. Get the ticket. Bring it back to me. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I two. think all he'd have to do is uh, fall down, and they'd probably let him. Oh. Out. All right, well, they just have to show him a 968 for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so did you check him out? I did, yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked him out yet. This is the petunias. They look like they, Aren't they look, weird looking? Look, a, look a little bit like a cross between a rose and yeah, a petunia or absolutely, something. absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Uh, w- I can't a, wait to see how they uh, react to a 90-degree San Antonio a, summer. It's a double, yeah. Yeah. I would put them in uh, <coughs> morning... Sun afternoon shade. For I sure. think you. I think you're right. And then, and behind them is those New Zealand uh, flock. Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're they're pre- they're pretty sensitive. They they mm-hmm. prosper or yeah survive when they're in the morning sun. Too. Right. Yeah. Were there any VIPs in your uh, refrigerator or mm-hmm. no? Oh, okay. Are yours are yours uh, coming up? The, no. To, I've got at least two. Full blooming plants. Really? Okay. Of uh, lower bush. Lower bush. Yeah. Oh, good. that's cool. I'll have to Two see. Two different colors. Okay. Good. I'm trying to remember where I planted mine. I think in the front bed. So I'll look and see if they're in there. Oh. Okay. There is something cool that's coming up, but I can't remember um, the Not name Greg's of it. Poppy is it? No. I wish that would come back up. That was cool. <laughs> I got a few poppies, but I'll but take a picture of it. Kind of at the end. Okay. Of the, um, but anyway, so and yeah. the, and then the Vitex, I'll send you yeah, I was a picture of that too. I was looking at Calvin's article in today's paper. <laughs> He's uh, dancing around the lawn situation. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> know Calvin to, could tr- dance. Trying to describe all the uh, our conversation we had when Jerry and I were trying to figure out when you should <laughs> fertilize or, or with and, what. Oh. And Trace was involved too, I think, in the yeah organic. Uh, Fertilizers when you might want to use that and yeah, Kevin said uh, if the lawn grass is struggling to cover, I would say struggling is an understatement, but is unlikely to reach the required two mowings before the end of May. You might want to fertilize with an organic lawn fertilizer. Now Trace is up here and. Uh, what is your recommended organic lawn fertilizer? Well, we carry several, depending on how much fragrance they want to put up with. So Medina is going to be the most popular. It has the most smell. Okay. So it smells, Does it really? Yes. 
So it's poultry litter base. Oh. So it smells like a feed lot. Then we carry Texas tea, which is an alfalfa meal base, which smells like a feed store. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have ours, which doesn't have much fragrance whatsoever. It is pelletized, so I'm going to say ours is the best of the bunch. Okay. And I think it's the most economical per square foot, too. I'd have to to put the pencil to paper on that one. Where 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 is it inside or outside? Uh, all the fertilizers are covered, so all the organics are inside and some of the synthetics. And then the 1959, we sell way too much of it to put in there, so we keep that in a storage yeah. container for the kids to be yeah. able to load up. Dad, do you have remember the analysis on your organic? Six one two. Six one two. That's good. Uh, yeah. Does that have the microbials? Uh, yes. Okay. My, <laughs> microbial fun guys. Something like that. Yeah. So you, I wouldn't want to put it in my refrigerator, right? Yeah. Well, don't let them go from his refrigerator uh, to our milkweed uh. either. <laughs> oh yeah. He doesn't like it. Okay. So anyway. Uh, so you're saying if you're going to use the organic, and the, why would you use your organic? Because the grass slow is stressed. Very slow release, and you got to. You don't. You want to provide it, whatever gentler ni- nitrogen oh, you can, gentler. but without wasting it or environmentally so challenging. My philosophy is, if they're going to put it in a place they cannot water it in, then okay. they need to use an organic. Okay. If they're putting it in a place where they can water it in, economically speaking, they're far better off with the synthetic. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. That's good read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it also acts as a mulch. Hmm. By the way, did, since he's reading from the Calvin's thing in the paper again, Neil Sperry didn't call the nursery oh, to no, complain or anything. He did not. Okay. <laughs> he takes Jerry with a grain of salt. Just like <laughs> Is that right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> grain well, uh, a grain of arsenic, maybe. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't have gone Eek. that far, but... Uh, Man. It's an organic control. Oh, okay. Used to be, at least. I got good news. My... Uh, 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 seed is on the bluegrass, is turning brown, going to yeah, going to sand. Somebody needs to sneak over to his house, and put some dimension out. Uh, no. <laughs> well, I, that'll I take care of the bluegrass. It's almost too late now. Well, we got to do it multiple times. And uh, <laughs> well, the good news. It's a good start. <clears throat> the good news is uh, Neil says that stuff's not working. All the all the Available herb, uh, pre-emergent herbicides, uh, bluegrass is getting uh, resistance to that. So I don't know. But anyway, I'm throwing a bunch of seed on the ground. We're going to see what's going to happen next week, year. But uh, if it doesn't, uh, <laughs> if it doesn't rain, it's not coming up with end either. Uh, said, <laughs> in most cases, horse herb will fill the summer gap. Calvin says. Don't, I hope that lady doesn't find, oh, your, man. find, find your uh, address. <laughs> if you don't want to settle for horse herb, who would not want to settle for horse herb? Evelyn. Yeah. Yeah, Evelyn would not. <laughs> uh, you still got those transplants? I'd have to go look. I think I'm out, but uh, I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure I'll have some more. They were good looking. Good looking on plants. Consider planting perennial ground covers. They're shade-tolerant, water-conserving, conserving, 
and very attractive. So uh, people, <laughs> if, they, if they have lawn, they're trying to water it right and stay in the uh, restrictions. Uh, I don't don't have I have like I said uh, I think that's my floor time for 40 years ago coming up uh, but it's only in the sunny areas the king the king of my lawn now are the oak sprouts mm. beautiful beautiful from a distance or we mow them you know the uh, horse herb is going to really uh, be upset with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got some horse herb pretty close to those sprouts. I don't think horse herb can compete with oak sprouts. Oh, you're probably right. I mean, yeah. they're thick and they're in, lo in the the location, right location. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> horse herb has a tendency to co can cover more territory there in the go. long run. There you go. Hey, it's getting sunny, by the way. Just, just bringing that out. Here comes the, that heat we were talking about. Oh, okay. Did the, Calvin, did they leave your this week in the garden thing out? I don't see it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice that they did. I just, but I was. I didn't watch for it. Yeah, I don't see it. Look, what would it, what would it have said? <laughs> Are you kidding? He wrote that two, two or three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I have, write, I have oh. to write it two weeks, ten days at least a bit. Oh, so now you got to remember. Well, what should you be doing right now in the garden? <laughs> Planting okra. Planting okra, which yeah. you have, okay. And you got plants of uh, Oscar. I did. Can I do okra in a container? Yeah. <laughs> uh, really? A very large container. Okay. It won't blow over. Yeah. Can I use it as a screen for the neighbors? Uh, yes. Okay. You probably don't want Oscar. Six foot? Oh well, you uh, use one of those, those big ones. Bex, big, oh, okay. Bex, big. I don't think we have Bex big transplants. Though. But uh, no, crimson or what? Crimson what? John. I mean, crimson spineless. Spineless, yeah. Clemson but, spineless. But it's nothing compared. You get, you get to time to plant seeds, still, Milton. I do. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Well, if you okay. don't want to see that neighbor. I don't know if Jerry's got any Bex big in his refrigerator. No. Now. But are you feeding the neighbor if you plant okra? Well, I don't know. I think well, you that'd are. be a, that'd be a neighborly thing to do. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I don't want to see you, but here's some food. Something like that, yeah. Well, there's probably <laughs> Clemson, uh, seeds for Cle Clemson single, uh, spineless, spineless yeah. in there. Too. All right, so planting okra is one thing. What else should I be doing now? Any emergence, pre-emergence, post-emergence? No. And Okay, none of that. Fertilization yeah. we talked about. <laughs> Lots of uh, blooming plants, and you in time for um, David's... Presentation. I was going to say, yeah, if only there was somebody going to do a seminar. Classes, but I, I do think it's time to plant some uh, bee-liking plants uh, in the vegetable garden. What is it? Well, oh, bee-liking. Yeah, bee-liking. I don't know how to say that better than that. but uh, Zinnias. Yeah, that's okay. I, your, I heard, heard bee-viking. It was like, what the what? So for all your summer bloomers that uh, have to bloom to get fruit, um, the more bees you can bring in, the better cross-pollination you got. Okay. And if you planted corn, Milton, you need to go <laughs> to get its pollinate. Uh. Oh. Okay. Oh, Can you shake? Who, it's wind this? pollinated. Is this oh, Trace okay. or is this State or is this Jerry? <laughs> hmm. we're, we're trying the, to find out. We're the king now. of uh, sarcasm. <laughs> no, of uh, 
sound. Oh, radio. oh that's right, yeah. We're sound effects. So let's see. David Rodriguez on the 13th. Let's see. Growing Texas superstar. Oh, this actually fits with what you just said, too. Plants for summer color, butterflies, pollinators, and more. Well, so that'll we got, be next week. We've got a lot of them right here. Dorfruelia, uh, lots of salvias. And uh, we, haven't prom- we haven't pushed on the, uh, uh, the blue Flamingo, yeah. Flamingo either. I'm surprised you haven't said something about that cedar sage because you know it's awfully hard to get things that bloom red in yeah. the shade. Coccinia. So that's a that's a good one. And that bloom that blooms from now through t- till the cold weather, sun and shade. That's it's 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 one of the best ones around. What is the red over there? Um, is that the whirling butterfly behind the tree? That's a uh, bat-faced kufia. Oh, that's bat-faced kufia. Hum- do hummingbirds like it? Apparently, they do. I would imagine. Yeah, they were, they were buzzing around it. Okay. Yeah, it's. We've had it before in past years. Yeah. And then is that similar to, the Mexican heather? Is that a kufia? Yes. Okay. B. I know bees like that. And cigar oh. plant. Okay. Oh, and what do you those. got there? Well, this is something new. And I'm not even sure I can pronounce it right. Well, then Jerry can. You want to give it to Pulmonium Golden Feathers. Golden Feathers. I can read that. Okay. All right. So I think a common name is Jacob's Ladder. Oh. So this is a cool little plant that uh, I don't think we've ever had it before. And it has a a leaf structure similar to a Beulia. And uh, it's got... Like cream and yellow and green and purple, all in the foliage, and it is for shade. Now so it's always find a hard, hard, hard uh, to how find. How large is it supposed to get, Chris? I believe I read three feet. Oh gosh! So that would make a real showing if it got three feet. Now, and does I, it have blossoms? Because there's one picture on here that shows purple blooms. I, I don't have that answer. Okay, there may be something else. Jacob's ladder polonium. Uh, golden feathers. Plumonium. Yeah, golden feathers. Jacob's ladder. Yeah. So let's see if this one has pictures. No, then this one doesn't show anything blooming. So huh. maybe that's maybe that's something else. But that's cool. Yeah. They've still got the plastic watering cans available. Uh, <laughs> I bought a year's supply, Milton. Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> well, I had to. Regularly. I'd have gotten into summer and not had watering cans. Oh, okay. <laughs> Regularly nine ninety, I mean nineteen ninety nine on sale for twelve eighty eight or two for twenty five dollars, and my <laughs> a deal good enough for Jerry to take advantage the, of. Yeah, I I, uh, I got two uh, for Jeremy because his water faucet is in the front front of the house and his and his uh, plants are in the back of the house and. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I got him a watering can so he could fill it up and go to the back. And uh, he's using the heck out of that thing. And uh, I've got him using I'm, one. I'm one surprised he didn't run some PVC and, uh, and put another spigot over there. I don't know. <laughs> you know these kids these days. But uh, uh, he's enjoying watering with that watering can. And what's his tomato report? Oh, 
What? Full of blooms and full of fruit, little fruit. Oh, good. He's got the Ruby Crush? Yeah, and the, the 968, both of them. Okay. Me too, or my wife too. Yeah. <laughs> She's already eaten her first one. <laughs> a quarter of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, he says it's Serrano. He loves Serrano's. Serrano good, pepper. Good man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a, a little Serrano on there. Pepper, he's excited about that. I can't believe this kid is this excited over growing tomatoes and peppers when he grew up around tomatoes and peppers. Mm. And he did TV on peppers and tomatoes. And well, that sounds like a is. deal for a uh, psychologist. When, when, you, when you have to do something, yeah. it's never as fun but as when you don't have to, but you can. <laughs> That's true. That's but I know what Jerry's th- th- talking about because my my f- grandfather was nuts on gardening. Uh, and my father would just not get near gardening, but yeah. all, all of us grandkids were, loved it, and our grandfather did so well with him. But <laughs> and are you going to introduce Jeremy to broccoli come winter? Oh, he loved broccoli. I know when he was little. Yeah, so he can grow it. Yeah, he can. Can grow you do that. containers of broccoli? I think y'all have said. Oh yeah, yeah. Bet. you know those. That they grew for the... Oh, that's right. For the rodeo. The rodeo. And I encourage people to come by and look at them because they were perfect big heads uh, growing in a container. Did you want to come on the air with us? Yes. Okay, here, you grab this mic. Trace will give you that. I'll give this to Trace. Is that the first guy that you've ever had that's on the air? Yes. He seems enthusiastic about it. He doesn't know you very well. Simple question regarding tomatoes. Cutting off, uh, these are indeterminates, cutting off the non-producing big leaves. I've looked online. Some people trim. Some no. Sometimes I do some. Don't trim. Don't trim them. No. I like that. It's less work for me. <laughs> yeah. In my, in my mind, those okay. are the shade for the, uh, for the tomato, and it also camouflages it from the birds. That's what I was thinking, too. I, I couldn't think of any good reason other than I see people... You know, as you try well, to learn to do things, sometimes yeah, know, the, auto information is right information, right? <laughs> the old-timers so old are, are those people from in the north growing the indeterminate tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, they prune them and stake them. In other words, they, they let, it, let it come up, and on, by the fifth leaf, it puts off out a, a side shoot, which you... Uh, tied to the stake uh, along with the main stem tied to the stake. And you usually, usually only grow those two two headers. But uh, that's uh, they, they do Arca- it, it, the commercial operations in Arkansas do that. And a lot of greenhouse plate pieces do that. But uh, we found even in greenhouses that uh, these semi-determinate plants uh, are a lot less trouble. Yeah, cause a lot it's less grief. Just trying to keep it simple, right? There Follow you the go. Kiss principle there. So thanks, well, you, sure but, we, but we would like to have fruit on them too, though. Uh, <laughs> the really simple ones with no fruit are just not. <laughs> All right, we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break. Two one zero. Sorry, Trace. Did you want to close up the? Uh, no, no, I'm no, fine. All right. Back in a moment, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. A jack to a king. 
Jack to a king. Hey, welcome back to Noble Discard, New South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So should we continue our uh, discussion of uh, the coronation? Like, can ask, what is the king of South Texas trees? Oh, Mark's going to join us. All right. What is the king of... What's that? Now I'm up. Okay. okay. Yeah. So is it oak? Is it live oak? Is it's king? live oak. Yeah. Okay. You just look around. Yeah. What is the most successful tree in this area? True. For all variety of places. Okay. It's live oak. Now, my favorite... Yeah. Uh, with the exception of he- heavy clay soil, is chinkapin oak. I've never seen a problem on it uh, other than uh, occasionally some... Uh, chlorosis but in general if it's not in really heavy it doesn't like heavy heavy clay soil so my choice oh, that okay. way would be burr oak so, but if, what's if the one that has the big old leaves and the burr i know oak? the burr has the has the tennis, big leaves tennis and the tennis ball oh, uh of acorns that that ruin your your car no, i bet i know we've talked about this before oh so that, ball, i bet they do yeah yeah. Mexican sycamore is a is a really good one too. Okay, but but just for drought tolerance and and lack of pests, I, I like chinkapin oak. But to answer your question, yeah, live oak. Okay, cool. What else you have? I got nothing else. I was I, just the only. I got other, nothing here. Only other reference I could think of to kings and stuff like that. Are there any trees named King? No. Um. I'd, I'd have to think about it for a while. Okay. Any, any It'd probably be a fa- fair bet that there are some. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why I said I would mm-hmm. have to think about yeah. it for are a while. Are there any other trees named Charles? <laughs> uh, I'd have to think about well, okay, it. Okay, you think the, about that. That would be like, I'm sure there would be one at Kew Gardens over in, in the United Kingdom. Oh. That, they collected a lot of that stuff and oh. then named them after monarchs and I gotcha. famous piece of people. Okay. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. What else is going on, Mark? Oh, it's just May. I just wanted to say that was a great, great piece of uh, writing for, by Calvin. It was great. Cool. Good. It, it always, it, oh, I just got back from Michigan over the weekend. And, and Boy, yeah, a lot yeah. of bluegrass, and a lot of fescue, beautiful, beautiful lawns. Um, and then I came back here and I went, you know, just a little lighter green, but not too bad. Not too bad with rain. Yeah. Cherry, uh, bluegrass, my, my my rescue grass is right. lush. Right. I know. It's just like, oh, yeah, I kind of like it. But, uh, you know, for years, I would say, just just wait. Don't don't fertilize just yet. Just yet. Wait till you get your two cuttings in, and usually the latter part of April. And here it is in May, and it's like. Go now, now, now you yeah, may go. It's like releasing the hounds. For some reason, it, it, this doesn't seem like it's getting close to June to me. I mean, no, it doesn't. No, it was that cold. Those cold mornings. Yeah. Um, and all it. the rain too. And the rain yeah. and cold mornings. It just kind of. I agree with you. It just felt delayed. Everything delayed. Yeah. And here and, it is. And the weed, the weeds are having a little trouble taking their normal. Pattern or oh, I wonder if that's the Vitex that Trace was talking about with the purplish yeah. leaves. I bet it was. Sorry. Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't get it out fast. That's no. okay. Sorry. Rodent. Rodent. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> Tree rodent. 
Tree rat. Um, uh, the infamous bushy-tailed tree rat. Yes. All right. Let's see. So, uh, but the, the, but I just wanted to compliment Calvin. That was a great article. Um, very timely. You so, you found uh, nothing wrong with it, unlike Neil. Oh yes, I found some problems with Neil. <laughs> no, it's just like you know, he, now he's writing, and Jerry can can confirm this uh, on his own. Uh, newsletter. Oh, okay. Tends to expound. Oh, good. And he had a gentleman on there that said, I erred and planted my juniper hedge too close. And Neil went on a very lengthy article, whereas I would have answered, cut every, one out, every other one out. And that would have been it, you know. No. So, but I'm sure they like a little bit more detail than that. That's all you had to do. Hmm. Oh, and I thought of you, too, as I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, lots of references to Chinaberry. Really? Yeah. You mean Texas River Mahogany? I guess so, yeah. Is it the I same Remember that, that was James and I's. Well, I. I wanted to get James involved in a brand new Texas industry. Oh, okay. Cut Chinaberry. Okay, yeah, that was... Uh, it never it never. Johnson panned City out. Joe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It never panned out. Okay, well... You still could do it. There's always time. There's always time, yes. All right. It's beautiful wood. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. um, it's, that's what we call a river mahogany. Gotcha. It has a reddish color. Okay. But anyway, it, uh, it's May. It's time. It's time for tomatoes and, mm-hmm. and okra. I didn't know any other other than Oscar. I had no You were mentioning all these... Crimson spineless, yeah. Crimson spineless. That's the most common. Is it? All over the United States. See, I just... It's not... David had brought it up. Is it crimson or is it Clemson? Clemson. 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 Okay. Because you had said Clemson, and he had said Crimson. (laughs) And this was on the radio for those out there. If you're as confused as I was, that's okay. So it's Clemson spineless, which makes sense. I was telling uh, uh, the radio audience in uh, Milton that... This weekend, I was t- trying to write an article, and uh, I couldn't remember these plants I've been dealing with for 30. So, Jerry, I was calling Jerry, who was driving <laughs> no, me no, crazy. No, no, usually you call me as well. Yeah. <laughs> you send us both a text. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's this one again? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, the plant with the, <laughs> the blooms that the deer don't eat and the big, the big root. And, yeah. Uh, and, Let's uh, see, I was okay. driving around, and then uh, I was trying to think of some other things, other vegetables to plant right now. Uh, I, I don't peas. think it's yeah. Hey, my uh, sweet peas are blooming up a storm. No. Yes. Is this I, like a, a multiple crop? Yeah, uh, I, folks well, I had there. to re- They were killed by yeah. the fr- freezes, yeah. so I had to. So what, yeah. what we all learned was uh, back in school in the last century and millennia, is you do stagger. Stagger plantings of, of English peas. Um, well, I didn't because because you don't know. Plus, you're supposed to you know be able to get a uh, longer longer growing season yeah. on. But it's, it's, <coughs> it's particularly down here. Mostly, it's like uh, we don't know what the weather will be. Uh, so I was thinking of the uh, sweet peas with the fragrance, yeah. and mm. purple and the uh, pink. But, but yeah, and generally though, and when we're getting to this time of year, we talk about uh, peppers. Mm-hmm. And um, what's that aubergine? Oh, what's that uh, that purple thing that we plant? Eggplant. There oh, you go. Yeah. 
Well, it comes in white, too. Yes, it does. We had a question about that. And it comes in that. Japanese, and uh, that's a big, long one. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how so you prepare eggplant, except to gently warn it that its end is near. Um, but I, 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 I find the quickest way. And yeah, I find the quickest way right, right to the garbage can. Oh, up. Man. <laughs> now, you, yeah, now it really sounded like Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> I was. I was channeling a little jury on that one. I kind of like it when you uh, prepare it like a... Uh, Oh, like a zucchini, we, like we, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah or like or we used the to length it, like yeah, us north. northern people, you know, we yeah. like cut it lengthways, uh, palm it up, uh, fry it a little bit, and then bread it. That's it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I bet know. that tastes pretty good. And, and then a little, a little, a little, a little cheese. cheese, a little craft. You know, we don't get the real stuff. We, oh, okay. we go in the craft box to get the parmesan. Oh. So. <laughs> Yeah, making me hungry right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we need to have a, an event with a little bit of a eggplant booth. Mm. The yeah. eggplant booth. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can see Trace signing off on that. <laughs> uh, still no one at the eggplant booth. Uh, yeah. like <laughs> we've lowered the donation price from $3 to $2. Uh, There'd be the, somebody there. 50 cents probably at the end of the day. Oh, man. Just all the eggplant you can take. <laughs> but we we did have uh, uh, really good aud- uh, numbers at the milkweed yeah. programs. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, we did. Oh. Every one of the only one we could have had another ten was the one for New Braunfels, which got signed up full right three weeks before it was supposed to start. But then of course it was windy and cold and. Uh, so we ended up with uh, 35 instead of 45 people there. Now, it was it, it in New Braunfels? Yeah. Okay. Because they have a really, really uh, Comal County has a really nice facility on the, the western end of Comal near, like, uh, I want to say near Spring Branch, but no, it's a little bit maybe yeah. Bull, Bull Verde, the northern part of Bull Verde. That's where we But it's really were. beautiful. That's where we were. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that is. If folks have never been there, it's a really Beautiful facility. Yeah, it was there. It was some. It was a uh, agricultural festival. So it was a yeah, it was a good program. But uh, gosh, yeah, with that wind blowing, the w- I, I don't think I've ever been in a given a presentation where when the wind blew, it went from the microphone working to oh. having an echo. Uh oh. Is that you? Hey, have you been faced with that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, we got to say goodbye though. We got seven seconds left. Thanks to Mark Lord, for coming by. Lord Thanks Zill. to you for listening. See you tomorrow oh, back God. here at Millburgers. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.